This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello there. It's nice and sunny out on this productive Tuesday on the Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071. It is the calm before the weather would be. Oh my gosh, I encountered grocery <laughs> store snow patrol today. It was yeah. packed like a Saturday afternoon or morning. It was the aisles at Lunds, people were going down aisles. Unreal. That never happens. And uh-huh. it was everybody just said it's the snow report. It's the snow report. Yeah, Last right. week people were caught without food apparently. Apparently. <laughs> oh dear. Isn't that funny? Oh, oh my well, gosh. Yeah, what else is well, it's going to snow tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. Could be a lot. All right. I'm not going to say anything about it because I missed some snowstorms. No, so, you know, I no one wants to hear me say one damn thing. I got out of got here. that right. That's you right. Know what today is a perfect for it. Sunny pack powder. Today would be a blast to ski. Through that. It's a beautiful day out. Julia, be- we got our photo. Meghan Markle is in New York. I know it. We were, we said we won't believe it. And I just can't believe that she would travel that pregnant. Listen, Kensington Palace um, let it be known. Listen, Megan had to get out of town and Prince Charles, uh, offered to pay for the private jet, the doctor, the security team, because Kensington Palace did say yes, indeed. She flew out last Friday, but it is a private trip funded privately. She has her own money. You don't think so? <laughs> yeah, she does have her own money, but you know, I mean. Prince Charles. I love probably, it that they have to say that. They when have she to travels, say that. that it's funded privately. It's a private trip. Well, because it's not royal business, and they people are picky across the pond about when their royals travel on the company dime. Although many people would say all their money is on the company dime. Yes, yeah, you know what I mean. That's so true. Did, didn't we well, say yesterday I, they don't do baby showers in the UK? They don't. No, they don't. They don't. Which the is British so... reporters are furious that they got scooped by Page Six. Oh. I love it. Well, we didn't. I we didn't believe it. You said when I see a photo, I'll believe it. The air of who does she think she is will be strong in uh, the sun. Listen, she's an American girl who's thirty-seven years old, old, who's having her first baby, and has only lived in the UK. She for wants a year. to spend some time out of the royal bubble before she has the baby. She can eat certain food. I mean, think of she can never eat fish when she's over. I mean, they have a lot of restrictions. Again, I appreciate her desire to get out of the royal bubble for Absol- five whole days Absol- with her friends. Five days. I'm sure she traveled with the doctor because I'm like, I wouldn't. She's cry. probably already left. Thanks so, Lori. She arrived on Friday. Oh, so today is Tuesday. Wow. Yes, that's it was how that kept, kept very under. much yes. on the down low, and that's why the British uh, royal reporters are in a tizzy. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh they got scooped. They got scooped. Well, finally. Yeah. So private travel means private jet, doctor, security, the whole nine yards. Her right. lady in waiting, maybe two. Right. Jessica, her her stylist who did the baby shower said, listen, they won't have them over there. I'll have one in New York. It's only, what is that, like a four and a half hour flight? 
Heathrow to New York. You think? Mm. I thought it was closer to five. Yeah, maybe sorry. it's close to five, but it's not very much. It's, it's not yeah. very. It's, it's very eight doable. From here, right? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Here, okay. Heathrow, London. She knows. I know it. I do know that one. You do know that one. Okay. If the winds are blowing with well, you. Well, I'm excited for her. Yeah. So good for her. Yeah. Um, and I know we'll be talking about Carl Lagerfeld. And um, would you like to share with people your foot adventure that you had today? Because <laughs> you're walking around and people are talking about it. And maybe yeah. you've instead uh, what has happened to your... I believe Hannah made a video of me because mm-hmm. I was a silly woman Mm -hmm. and I was going over to my mom's and she has exercise stuff there. And I was going to go work out really quick after a meeting this morning. And then, um, my mom needed something else done. So I left all my exercise stuff in my car and she lives in an apartment building and I, and whatever. And so I just decided I would just go up and do weights or just walk slowly on the treadmill. No big deal. So I have on a pair of like black socks my pants that Lori has reminded me, I've according to Lori, that's all I wear. And she's if you look at our Insta feed, you're in these pants them. every other she's photo. She's sick of them. I it's am. the only thing that I have that isn't a, a jean. And well, and that's, well, they that's, are a jean, and they're camouflage, dark I, camouflage. And you can't see me is what the, you're supposed to do. But so anyway, oh that, well, that's. Okay. You know, I'm in Canada. Yeah. I don't know how she sees them. Except for my ass is so large. Uh-huh. Okay, so I decide that unbeknownst to me, my mom doesn't need me. She's not even home oh, after dear. my sister calls me emergency, go help. And so then I decide I'll just work out and I put Why on Why don't you go to your car and get it's your too lazy. That would have counted as an exercise snack. I would have had to put back on my shoes and I didn't want to. That would have been an exercise. It would have added to the beats or the feet. So I took the... (laughs) Whatever you call them. (laughs) I did the treadmill at 12.5 incline. Uh, Whoa! I know. And and two or three, (laughs) 3.1 or two, I think. You burn... The bottom, the bottom of your of my feet. feet. Oh, I basically God. burned. They didn't hurt until the very end, but I wasn't at 10,000 steps yet. All oh. of that beat up old skin you used to have on your you I know, love pads? I beat up. No, oh. she said, your you talons. <laughs> Julia. No, wait. Ta- let me give every talons. compliment Lori gave to me today. And I've already <laughs> seen her three hours earlier. <laughs> Julia, your feet are like Casey. They're like talons. They're like bird feet, how they curve. <laughs> Oh my God, they're so gross and dirty. But I didn't say But that. they're sturdy, dirty, no, because you are a sturdy Italian woman <laughs> with arms, wait, wait minute, with arms that are made for feeling. Yeah, you're exaggerating. That are made for feeling. And then those jeans. You should have walked fast on your heels. You have a lot of excess heel. Oh, on stuff. oh wow. so that much extra callus <laughs> because you haven't been a pampered woman like me on a trip of a lifetime. And I just like to relax. No, you they did. Hurt. They hurt. You I did burned the, and have blisters on the bottom of my feet. Yes, you. When I did the run, and I'm going to air guitar before the rock and roll show, and I scarred up the top of my foot. And it is slid. as dumb as that. It's a car. You've given yourself a rubber friction burn, and yeah, not in a good gosh. way. Not like the kind you uh, get like in go. high school or college from yeah, shag okay. carpeting no. if you're yes. certain age. They hurt. And it you can get something on your tailbone that counts as a rug burn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is basically, you've got a rug burn on the bottom of your feet. With blisters. No, Lori, I have blisters on the bottom of my feet. You've rubbed your feet now will be very soft, and it'll be amazing Whoa. if you'll be able to get your feet into anything. No, I'm too afraid to put to on hurt. my shoes. They're going so to hurt. This is going to end. This is going to really cut back on any weekend fun you had that you thought you were going. Well, skiing. I'm glad I played tennis. No, they're going to be healed by then, Lori. I have, Julia, I have moleskin. 
I did this to the top of my foot, rubbed. But remember, you're more of a lady. You're more of a little bird. But, you're more of a little flower. Yeah, but Julia, we all myself. heal the same when you rub your skin raw like that. You, It will take you a couple of weeks. Fine. You're going to have to get mole <laughs> I'm skin. I'm not as much as of a baby. I already have mole skin. I already got it on here. You have you have napkins taped onto your well, feet. Well, I had to tape these huge Necessity napkins. is the mother of invention. I taped, we have these huge napkins here, and I taped them around my feet, kind of like Jesus slippers, or no. so I could use the f- bathroom. It looks like Kim Kardashian's bodice it from that dress. It does look like a dress. Yeah, I, it's a crisscross. Know, it's I, of course, have a horrible pedicure, yeah. you really a.k.a. Are, none. Yeah. Talons. Yeah, talons. My talons. Your talons. My talons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like no, you could. I mean, no. I mean, uh, if anyone got caught out in the wilderness without their feet, you would be the woman. <laughs> <laughs> but my ex- but not today not or today. the next two my weeks. My extremities freeze, though. No, but you right. really that I'm that ca- hurts Lori, like hell. Oh, my other compliment: mm-hmm. you are like a man. You are like a you were like a man <laughs> in some ways. You know, well, let's more like come a up before. Tom girl. <laughs> Tom girl. More Tom like a girl. boy. <laughs> and I just said, yes, I'm very capable. So let me get this yeah. straight. Yeah. Yes, okay. You, you want to try to wrap this up? You wanted to go exercise, mm-hmm. but you were too lazy to get the tools to help you exercise. Yes. You see the problem with that? Yeah. Okay. With that picture? Well, here's what you're missing. <laughs> okay. You missed a huge exercise snack and walking to your car and getting that would have given you at least 40 steps. I was only going to lift weights and then I started talking to my sister and then I started tilting the machine and then I would my steps. Is she were encouraging getting, you? Oh, she can't stand it that I don't work out every minute of every day. Jeez. And can you book mom's airline ticket for me? Because I can't. Oh, my word. And I, as she's working out, huffing and puffing and yeah. telling me to do it. And I said, so I don't have time. you're walking fast on your treadmill and you're both panting. And my mom is not home and someone else booked it for her. It was so funny. <laughs> All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. 17 and we got a dream to have a family, a house and everything in between. And then suddenly Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. So we were talking about this uh, yesterday that uh, Lady Gaga had sparked rumors she and her guy had broken up because yeah. she didn't wear a ring to the Grammys right. and he didn't come with. Well, voting is almost over for the Oscars and a source told People Magazine it just didn't work out. Her rep confirms it exclusively. They have split. It just didn't work out. Relationships sometimes end. There's no long dramatic story. Oh, there's such a long dramatic story. There is. Can we just laugh for a second? Mm-hmm. Because four people over just, Lady Gaga. No, four oh. people just walked in here with Kleenex boxes that they've decked out for <laughs> shoes. Shoes. And shoes. your feet are small enough that they. Fit and my in there. feet are small enough that they fit in the Kleenex box. <laughs> I think that's wonderful, Danny. And so Dan Seaman, Mr. Seaman, Mr. Seaman, there's a call for you. Yeah. Um. He said, "Do you remember the Office episode when someone had when to wear someone, their Danny, Kleenex boxes?" Danny, do you boxes? remember it? I don't remember. I don't that. remember that one. No. Okay, where someone had Kleenex black shoes. So no. that's really funny. Oh my yeah. word! And then Lori tells him, "Be careful, her Italians are so long they might not fit in there." <laughs> no, I said you could cut yourself. Well, she's telling them. Helping you. I said be careful of her toenails. I'm going to need a tetanus Arthur shot. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're vicious. They're <laughs> they're like vicious a, nails. It's like a velociraptor. Yeah. No, I have a husband. Honestly, her brother has the same feet, but they're just bigger. My my husband. <laughs> He has, he has the same feet. He has the exact same feet as you, and I can't. I don't want them anywhere near me because oh 
of their. Okay, that's just. Are we going to see a photo of the yeah. two? Yeah, I'm posting that at Lori Julia. Must, must see those. Yeah, oh my gosh, see those. so funny. Oh Lord. So anyway, uh, what did we say yesterday? The voting ends today. 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 And so this is time, but today. Okay. We would notice yeah. that she would announce her. I think that he told her either you confirm it or I will. And since you're the bigger star, you do it. And so her rep, it just didn't work out. Relationships sometimes end. There's no long dramatic story. That is the most terse yeah. uh, statement yeah, ever. And But Lori, really it, but that's been in the can for since before the Grammys. So that no 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 the speculation began but, w- when she showed up to the Grammys without him without the ring and they'd been so loved up at every other award show. But I'm saying she had a long time to come up with this statement, and that's what she chooses because I think he's putting pressure on her. Confirm it, right? Come on, yeah, confirm it. And she really and wanted to her, wait till Wednesday I'm, till voting was absolutely that's hashtag over. The votes are the Oscar Almost voting is over. over. Yeah. So, I mean, they just were, you know, so effusive and just on Valentine's Day, you know, she didn't share anything about her love for him. Mm. She inked her star is born, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. she's got the whole trellis on her spine. I don't. And now this is going to this is where it gets messy. It's her manager. Yep. Oh, uh, he, he's, and, he was her manager and agent. Yep. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. That. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's how they met. I don't know yep. if he still was in that capacity. Oh, okay. I'll ask Holly to bring us the yeah. dirt on him. And I also think that he, I I had this weird thing that she fell in love with Bradley Cooper making A Star is Born, but he's not available, Lady Gaga. No, no, yeah. no, I don't think so. I mean, where we first heard about him is at the Women, 25th Women in Hollywood event in October when she revealed her... Um, engagement by thanking her fiance Christian during her speech. Yes. When did she call off the other one? Do you remember? On Valentine's Day. To, mm-hmm. to, uh, no, no, no. The guy before this. On Valentine's Day. Oh. oh. Uh, never mind. Yeah, I don't no, know. No, Daddy, she got engaged on Valentine's Day and Taylor Kinney gave her the heart shaped diamond ring. That's yeah. what I was talking yeah. about. Yeah. She confirmed, people confirmed that she was dating the talent agent. He's not her talent agent. In February 2017, after they went to Kings of Leon concert okay. around Valentine's Day. So, anyway, okay, end of an era. We yeah. woke up to the news that uh, Carl Lagerfeld has passed away from the House of Chanel. And um, that is not an overstatement to say. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is the end of an era, and Chanel will change after Karl Lagerfeld, just as it did when Karl first took over in 2000 and 1982, excuse me. 
And when he took over, he said, what I've done, Coco Chanel would never have done. She would have hated it. And also, if you want to kill a house, show respect. And he made a and he made a statement when he took over and started out and kind of made the new Chanel a little racy. The ads were racy. Yeah. Started out with a ta-da. Well, it had been dormant mm-hmm. for over ten years. And he had already done um with Chloe with Chloe, the Parisian how yes, fashion yes. line for twenty years. And I mean, he said when I took on uh, in his documentary, 2007, Lagerfeld Confidential, he said, when I took on Chanel, it was a sleeping beauty, not even a beautiful one. She snored. <laughs> so he was very, you know, it took him a long time to ever incorporate the tweed and some of the stuff, Chanel. But he never ceased to shake up the house every single year, including this last one where he had the runway. He had a beach put in at the the place in Paris where the, he has his fashion shows. But he it was the first time he'd never come out at the end of the show. That's what they said. Yeah. So he it's passed away of pancreatic cancer. cancer and um, he... Was it pancreatic or was it prostate? Post, prostate, excuse okay. me, prostate. And he was a shady, petty biatch. And that's what people loved about him. And the best in the worst ways, he was very quotable. And he became more powerful in the social media age, when he was in his 70s and 80s, making even millennials know who Chanel was because he was so acerbic. Even in yes. Chanel, yep. in their statement that they put out, mm-hmm. they made a nod to that. For You know, it's with deep sadness, blah, blah, blah. Finally, at the end of it, they say, one cannot refer to Karl Lagerfeld without mentioning his innate sense of repartee and self-mockery. Mm-hmm. So putting the best spin <laughs> right. on it exactly. as possible. And Virginie Viard, who's been Chanel's fashion studio director, again, if you saw the Lager, Lagerfeld Collection, that documentary, mm-hmm. you would know Virginie. She's worked with him for 30 years. Chanel's already named her the successor. Right. And um, you're familiar with her. She's French. He loved nothing more than Frenchness. Of course, yep. he spoke fluent. She was one of the only people in his life allowed to use the two when speaking to him in French instead of the more fo- formal. Oh, vous. Vous. Oh, yeah. Very good, Donnie. Yeah. And she's fiercely loyal. She is considered one of Carl's most trusted Chanelettes. I love I love it to be a Chanel. So it's a choice he likely endorsed and maybe even engineered. And um, he he said uh, he would not want her to follow in his footsteps, and he'd want her to do exactly what she, what wanted, she wanted to, to do. do. You and know what's interesting, Lori, is that he just kept moving. I mean, you know, remember this H and M thing he did? Well, that's and how, how that busted everything loose for H and M and these designer a designer capsules. capsule. Um, in 2004, we have so much more to share oh, about we, his We've life. got his, uh, his snarky, snarky, some of his most iconic observations. He grew up in a very affluent family in Hamburg. Yes, he did. We've got, we've got the, uh, the ladies who write books together on next, an anonymous girl. Yes. This is a page turner. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's happening right now? 
trending online this afternoon would be the passing of Karl Lagerfeld at the age of 85. He passed away in Paris after a short illness today. And also trending online this afternoon would be, let's go to the world of sports, shall we, Donnie? Where the San Diego Padres trending because allegedly Manny, Manny Machado is nearing a deal with the Padres, allegedly worth $300 million. Yeah, so he's going from one lousy team to another. But he's getting paid a lot to uh, do it. Good point. <laughs> Ariana Grande trending today. She's making history on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. She's the first solo artist to hold the top three spots on the Hot 100. Congratulations to Ariana Grande. Also trending would be lightsabers because lightsaber fencing is now an official sport in the country of France. And also <laughs> trending. <laughs> yeah. It's my lightsaber impression. I keep working on it, All Tony. Right, well. And uh, also trending would be this auto-tune cat. It has gone viral. You can check it out on our website at mytalk1071.com. But somebody made a video of their cat meowing and then auto-tuned it. It is delightful and cute, and people are doing remixes of it. It's fabulous. Go check it out. All right, that's what's trending here at my talk. Donnie, time for the weather? Yes, uh, which is brought to you by Ashley Home Stores. A winter storm warning. Oh, joy. February is going to be a record setter for us here. That snow is going to start early tomorrow morning and continue all the way through tomorrow afternoon, making for very difficult drive times both directions. Anywhere from five to eight inches is possible. Uh, Right now, though, it's sunny and it's 21. Now you know why. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We're going to be super productive on this Tuesday. And we are talking with Greer Hendricks. And she and her uh, friend and co-author, Sarah Pekinen, we talked to you last uh, year, about a year ago, for your amazing book, The Wife Between Us. And now your second book has come out, An Anonymous Girl. And thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having, well, having me back. Yes, having you back. So, Greer, give people the setup of an anonymous girl, which is a very twisty suspense novel. Thank you. Yeah, so an anonymous girl is about Jessica Ferris. She's a young makeup artist in New York City, and she sneaks into a psychology experiment on ethics and morality. She walks into this empty NYU classroom and the questions begin to creep across the creep across the screen and it seems as if the mysterious Dr. Shields who's conducting the experiment knows what she's thinking and knows what she's hiding. And then Dr. Shields decides to ask Jessica to take it to the next level to take these morality experiments to the next level and that's when things that's when things really go get twisty and turny. They do, oh. and I mean, is that one of the things that helps with you uh-huh. and Greer? Because you, the book is alternately told from two different um, character uh, viewpoints: the doctor and the yeah, and the Jessica. doctor and, the, and yeah. the makeup artist. So, did one of you like? Did Greer like? Did you write one character, and then Sarah would write the other? No. So what's un- what's unusual about our writing process is okay. that unlike many other um, co-authors where they alternate chapters or each take a different character, mm-hmm. Sarah and I write every line together. Yeah, we write on Google Docs and we talk on Google Hangouts pretty much from nine to four almost every day. 
so that we're looking at the same screen and talking and yeah yeah, i think you guys did tell us that about when you wrote the wife between us because that was another super twisty book that i mean i can see we're having that other set of eyes and imagination helps ramp up. It'd be interesting to write that way, Yeah, it does help ramp up the suspense because I had no idea where this book was going. I didn't either. We joke joke that we've got one brain, but it takes both of our brains to keep track of all Mm -hmm. the twists and turns. You know, in the book, you talk about, I I thought there were some good questions that you asked yourself that you could ask yourself if you're in a relationship where the book is an anonymous girl and um, Dr. Shields asks um, Jessica in the study, would you ever read your spouse's or partner's text messages? And have yeah, you can ever- you tell a lie without feeling guilt? It's right. like all these questions that like, if you stop and think about them for yourself, it does lead you to go, hmm. Would you, I want to um, ask you, would you, Greer or Sarah, read your yeah. significant other's uh, text messages? Well, it's so funny because we've been asked that exact question, and I said, no way, bad karma. And Sarah, Sarah said, oh, I'd love, I wish I could say I wouldn't, but I have to say if I had good reason, I might, I might do it. So okay. there's one of our areas of differences. But we really wanted the reader. I'm so glad that you guys felt that you were compelled to answer the questions because that was one of our goals, was to have the reader have an immersive experience with yeah. this book. Because yeah. that, was, that was pretty good. I thought that was good. And then, like, you know, the, sending a text to the wrong person mm-hmm. and what that could do. The chain of events. Uh-huh. It's just lying. It's like, how does one small lie lead to another lie? And does it compromise you and everything? And I mean, it, it really, I was able to read the book on a beach. So I really enjoyed just, you know, I didn't have to like read the book and put it down. I just was able to read it like basically in a day. And it was, Uh it was just delicious, you know, to read Mm -hmm. because I just kept turning the page. I'm like, oh, what is happening? <laughs> Where is this story going? Because it is like in three parts. Yes, it is. You know? Yeah. And um, now, like your other book, because we love The Wife Between Us, and that was another just wild. We never figured that one out till the end. Yeah. Either. You know, very much if you like Gone Girl, Girl right. on a Train, all that kind of stuff. But um, The Wife Between Us. Now, we had read that you and Sarah are doing the screenplay for that. What's happening with that? Yeah, well, thanks for asking. We actually just submitted our first draft of the screenplay last week. Oh my so gosh. we're waiting, we're waiting for feedback, but it was such a fun process to take something that you'd written and then, and then, you know, reimagine it for the, for the screen. So fingers crossed that, that they like our draft. And, and when you're doing that, Greer, you know, because it's, it's very difficult to imagine how you would take, you know. Not a, very often mm-hmm. authors no. get to do the screenplay. Jillian Flynn got to do it. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and so when you're doing that, what, what do you have to take out? I mean, how do you go about editing it down for movies? I mean, do you have to, how do you even do that? We to, yeah, we have to edit out a lot. And honestly, if someone else had kind of chopped up our book this way, I think I'd probably have been annoyed, but because it's you, you're doing it, 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 you, you feel like you just kind of have to. We just had to make some tough decisions about what was going to work best on the screen. You know, this, it's definitely, it has the feel of the book, but we had to, we had to, you know, make some decisions about how it would best work in this different, you know, in a, in a different medium. Will it be a movie or like a TV, uh, a TV series, series or what? like Big Little Eyes? 
Yeah, so that's been optioned. The, the Wife Between Us was mm-hmm. optioned for film by um, Steven Spielberg's Amblin Entertainment. And, oh, but that only Steven girl. Spielberg. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry for name dropping, but can I, you know, how that's can That's a great I, name. How can, how can, yeah. And then an anonymous girl has been optioned to be made into a TV series. Because don't you think it feels kind of like a, it's got more of a TV feel? Yeah, it does. It, it also has the feel like, um, and we had her on our show for her, but not for you, another book, you know, the author who Caroline wrote you, Kepnes. Carolyn Kepnes. Oh, yeah. And it yeah. kind of, I think Anonymous Girl could feel the way you, mm-hmm. that treatment, how that right. was done, that is a perfect fit, like to get it in eight or eight to ten episodes, because I think you'll need it yeah. with the two story lines and with so much trickery going on underneath mm-hmm. the sheets, as it were. You know, I, yeah. I am I, just okay. So, in you guys, you, now you've got two books writing together, and each of you had been, you know, you worked as an editor at Simon and Schuster. Yeah. Sarah worked for um, USA Today, and she had seven previous novels, and so you guys know what you're doing. But now here you are joined together and writing partners and friends, and your first two things you do one's going to be a film, and one's uh, going to be a TV series. I and mean, they're bestsellers. Where do you go after that? <laughs> I, I, I don't know, but I'm actually, if you guys could see me now, we have these matching ne- necklaces, Sarah and I, that I got us to represent, like, our friendship forever, and I'm, I'm clutching it right now because <laughs> it's so, I feel so grateful, um, and we are so grateful for each other. It's the power of female solidarity. Neither one of us could have ever done this on our own, and, you know, I just feel like if you can find the right person, the sky's the limit. It's well, so true. I mean, Julia and I feel like that way about our radio yeah. show. I mean, it's like... 16 uh, and a half years we've been on the air. Yeah, and it's better when yeah. we're together. Oh, Sarah got us t-shirts that say better together. Together. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah it's, yes. It's so cute. Okay, so who had the idea for an anonymous girl? Do you guys come up with your uh, ideas brainstorming together, or did one of you we- have a stronger idea? No, we brainstorm. It's hours and hours. Yes. Two of our favorite words are what if, what if, what if. And we can't even point to an idea. Like one person will say something and the other person will just run with it. And we try to, you know, we try to up each other with our, you know, the twists and the ideas. I mean, I can point to, like I said before, we wanted the reader to have a real immersive experience to feel like they were participating in the book. And we really were both fascinated by the relationship between psychiatrists and their clients. Yeah. And those were kind of the two ways ideas yeah uh, yeah i'm curious like when you went like when you first got published did saint martin's press push uh publish the wife between us yes they, they did. did yeah um was there any kind of a pushback or any thought about what do you mean you're two authors i mean did you get any crap about that no, no. they lo- i mean they they no they loved it and they really wanted to market us together because of our okay. unique um, relationship. Mm-hmm. So, no, they were supportive from the start. Oh, that's wonderful. No kidding. All right, so I listened to the CD version, Greer. We're talking mm-hmm. about an uh-huh. anonymous girl. Mm-hmm. Um, have you listened to it? I haven't. I listened to parts of The Wife Between Us. I love Julia Whelan, the narrator, and she's one of the narrators in Anonymous Girl, but I haven't listened to it. Should what I? character does she narrate in yes. An Anonymous Girl? Does she do Dr. Shields or does she do um, Jessica, the I, makeup artist? I think she does Jessica. Okay. I, yeah. I, you know what? I don't know because I haven't listened mm-hmm. to Anonymous Girl, but I assumed, so I assumed she was doing Jessica. 
Yeah, she yeah. probably is. I, I don't know. Is. I just read yeah. the book, so I yeah. just heard the voices in my own yeah. head as I was yeah. as I was uh, reading it. Now, are you guys, do you have a three-book deal? So are you working on another book with St. Martin's? We are. You we are. do. We have another book under contract with okay. them. Yep, we were working away on that today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, another psychological thriller, strong female protagonist, lots of twists and turns. Oh, yeah. gosh. Well, congratulations to you, honey. And to Sarah. Thank you so it's, much. I'm so glad Thank you were on you. our show. I yeah. feel like, you know. We'll keep our eyes Thank on the movie and the TV news and all you. of that. And just tell us before you, you leave us, um, Greer, what is the last great book that, you're, that you've read that you're recommending? Ooh, I, oh, I loved, it's, not, it's nonfiction, but it reads like a thriller, Bad Blood. Um, the author is, I can't pronounce his last name. His first name is John. And it's, about Elizabeth Holmes, who founded that pharmaceutical. Oh, oh yeah, Theranos, it just came out. You know? Okay, really? Yeah. It was that good? Oh, my God. I wish I had come up with a character. Elizabeth Holmes is a character. She's just that evil. Really? <laughs> um, it's so good. I can't recommend it enough. Bad the readers blood. will love yeah. that. Oh, okay. God, she came out with the blood test that you didn't have to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Really interesting. And yeah. I just saw that. Okay. Okay, good. All right. Um, thank you so much, Greer. The book is an anonymous girl. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me again. Okay, thank you're so you. welcome. Uh, we've got a couple copies. Give away 651-641-1071, and I'll get the... Um, you know, little book review up for our book club and all of that. When we come back, we must discuss this story. Hey, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us at My Tech 1071. So, um, you know, when I left for her sunny climbs of Hawaii, the Jesse Smollett story was. Going on, this was the the actor from Empire or whatever, and I didn't really who was attacked attacked in, in Chicago, late night in Chicago, working on Empire, and they didn't know who did it, and blah blah blah. And I, I know, um, like my mom is following this story very closely. She's been obsessed with this story from day one because she felt something was off. Yep. And Casey thought something was off so in some guy. of the reporting. Yep. yep. So anyway, and I was gone when Robin Roberts. He, I guess he was on GMA, last, and I'm yeah. sure you, I think it played last. Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, yeah. we just hadn't followed it. We just, like, when we first heard about that's horrible, and then what's going it's on. It's always been fishy because 
he didn't want to release his phone for some reason. I mean, he was protecting his phone for some reason so much after being attacked. And it's like, if you get attacked, I mean, and why you're on the phone and you're attacked. I mean, yeah. just like, here's my phone. It's evidence. But OK, it so GMA changed. is well, GMA sat down. He specifically wanted Robin Roberts to interview him because she had done a guest starring role on Empire, An Empire. Oh. earlier and he had mm-hmm. met her. Mm-hmm. So here's the report from this morning. And it's changed since. OK. This morning, a law enforcement source telling ABC News that the brothers, questioned for roles in the alleged attack on Empire star Jesse Smollett, told authorities he staged it all, upset over a threatening letter sent to Empire Chicago studio on January 22nd, saying it did not receive enough attention. Detectives are actively investigating the allegation, but have not confirmed it to be true. Smollett telling us last week about that letter that included racist and homophobic threats. On the letter, it had a stick figure hanging from a tree with a gun pointing towards it with the words that said, Smollett Jussie, you will die black. There was no address, but the return address said in big red, you know, like caps, MAGA. Did I make that up too? Police confirming the men who have since been questioned and released have a relationship with Smollett. One even appeared as an extra on Empire. Authorities tell us the brothers claim they were paid by the actor to orchestrate and stage the racist homophobic assault Smollett reported last month. Now, the two brothers are speaking out for the first time, telling Chicago's WBBM, we are not racist, we are not homophobic, and we are not anti-Trump. We were born and raised in Chicago and are American citizens. Smollett's defense attorney telling ABC News, Jesse Smollett is angered and devastated by recent reports that the perpetrators are individuals he is familiar with. He has now been further victimized by claims attributed to these alleged perpetrators that Jesse played a role in his own attack. Nothing is further from the truth, and anyone claiming otherwise is lying. Whoa. And, and, it and feels Robin like, Roberts had to make a comment What did she afternoon. say? Well, she said when she sat down with Jesse, Jesse, it was Tuesday night, last Tuesday right. in Chicago, it was, he was going to give his first public account mm-hmm. at the time on Tuesday. Chicago PD was saying his account was consistent, it was credible, he was being cooperative. And this was all before they interviewed on Thursday, and that's when we found out about the brothers. Right. Yeah. That so the fact that they even aired it, they might be second guessing themselves. And I don't even know. And one of the things that I, I think know. we talked about yesterday, I, I don't know what the interview was like. If he, if it was a good interview, yeah. if, if he seemed credible. He seemed- I the one thing I read about was that he got a little huffy with Robin mm-hmm. when she was like pressing him, and he got kind of indignant. That was the only I, thing I read about it, you it, know, well, but I didn't I watch don't know. It. And this all was all about he got and we don't even know who sent the letter or anything about, you know, a black man being hung. And he just was outraged by the letter and he didn't think enough people. This is kind of the theory that's coming out of this. Enough people paid attention to that letter and how powerful it was. That so, he got sent to yes. uh, and the Empire. Set. Yes. And so that's why he so that potentially he made, this. I don't know. Well, here's what they're going with now. And and it keeps changing, and I don't know what's right from wrong, and I'm just going to present the facts. These are the facts. There's The police are investigating at a tip that he was in the elevator with his attackers that night. Oh, dear. Apparently, he was out in New York City the day of the attack, um, reading for a possible revival of a play. 
Um, it's about a um, blah, 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 blah. He was among some actors reading and uh, afterwards he popped to LaGuardia and he was going home to Chicago to film the final season um, episodes of Chicago for the year. No empire. His empire. Thank you. After his flight was delayed, he began posting Instagram stories, which the cops now believe were meant for the brothers oh um, to see ahead of the attack. Um, one story had the airport tagged as a location with the caption, guess who's still on the bleep and runway after two hours. And then another two hours, he said, hey, it's me again. Think I took off yet? Nah. And then when he, the third... And were the brothers tagged? Yes. Oh, and dear. the third post was, I don't know if they were tagged, Lori, mm. but he said that that's for them. And the third post was when the plane took off. I well, just feel he's very gonna be in big trouble if he filed a false this, police this, report. It's, it's, that's a felony. Yeah. Yes. Danny, read what I mean. Dan Abrams weighed in on this yesterday. I don't understand why anyone would do this. This is like Cardi B has already explained right, this. What did Cardi B well, say? Well, Cardi B was eating a snack and she's back on Insta. When I last left uh, my vacation, she was off. That only lasts like five days because okay, she had a Bruno Mars song to drop. Okay, fine. But anyway, she's having a snack, and I love how Cardi B explained stuff: taxes, shutdowns, everything. Thing. She just said, if he, if this is true, if he made up a staged attack, he has wrecked Black History Month. And she's furious with him. It's yeah. something. Yeah. Up. And, and, and the boys are, these brothers are saying that they were paid. Yes. yes and paid. the play he tried out for is the part, is a similar part about it this is. guy getting yeah, attacked. The, the it is. is very similar, yeah. Anyway, the actor, you know, he's got an attorney, Mark Garagos. I mean, I don't know how anyone would think this is a good idea to I do this. Know. And I don't know what's, we don't know what's true and what's false yet because they don't have, but it, it's all leading kind of to the point that he. Yesterday, the Chicago police, an anonymous source, confirmed that they were investigating him. Then later in the afternoon, Chicago PD officially came out and said, we cannot confirm that there was any kind of a not. I mean, it is. They are leaking like a sieve over there. And he is is if he did this, he has screwed himself. Twelve. They had 12 detectives work on this full time. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really I I. Not, not. I hope for yeah. What a. Uh, and in the meantime, his role in Empire has been pretty cut? much eliminated. Yep. Really? Yeah. Oh no! His scenes have oh. been cut. Yeah. He it was from nine to five, but we'll see what it comes out. Messy, messy, messy. Yep. We'll be back with Carl Lagerfeld's most witty and outrageous quotes.